Hello, and welcome to Greater Faith. You're listening to Dedicated, a special message from Pastor Azalini. We hope that today's message blesses and encourages you as you go through your day. Book of First Samuel, chapter one. First Samuel, chapter one, and we are going to read together verses eleven and verses twenty-six through twenty-eight. Verse eleven and verses twenty-six through twenty-eight. Praise God. Such a special day today. Aren't you thankful for special? days, days that are momentous in the lives of our church family. We're so excited to celebrate with you 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 11 and verses 26 through 28. If you have it, say, I have it. Amen. And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, If thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid, and remember me, and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man-child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. And she said, O my Lord, as thy soul liveth, my Lord, I am the woman that stood by thee here praying unto the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord hath given me my petition, which I asked of him. Therefore also I have lent him to the Lord. As long as he liveth, he shall be lent to the Lord. And he worshiped the Lord there. And I want to preach to you on this thought today in honor of this Child Dedication Sunday. I've entitled this message, Dedicated. Dedicated. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray together. Jesus, we love you. Lord, once again, we are so thankful to be in your house with your people today. Thankful for your presence, Lord, that you have allowed us to experience already in this place. God, I pray that as your word goes forth, that you would give us ears to hear. Lord, that your word would find good ground in our lives, in our hearts, in our minds. That it would bring forth fruit. That you would speak to this church body today, to every family to every friend, every visitor and guest that we have here today. Let your word and your spirit minister in Jesus' name. And let the church say amen. Amen. Give the Lord one more hand clap of praise as you're seated. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This chapter here, of course, in 1 Samuel chapter 1 is a a story that probably many of us are familiar with. How many of you know about the story of Hannah? Amen. Such a beautiful and profound story in the Word of God. Hannah, of course, uh, did not have children. She was barren. She was unable to have children. And here in 1 Samuel chapter 1, we read the story where, uh, where Hannah prays for a child. And she makes a commitment to the Lord. She says... If you will bless me with a child, I will give him back to you. Praise God. Praise God. And so the Lord hears her prayer, changes her circumstance, opens her womb, 
and blesses her with a child. How many of you know that children are a gift from God? Hallelujah. I love Family Sundays because on Family Sundays, all our kids are up here. And I love seeing them here in service with us because children are God's gift to us. Are you thankful for our children? Amen? Amen. While God has blessed us with children, and children are a gift to us, it's important for us to remember that our world and our adversary, the devil, has an agenda. He does not love your children. He wants your children. If you look back through Scripture to the beginning of time, you will see that it has always been the plan of the adversary to pluck children away from their families, to pluck them out of the family of God, and to do everything he can to destroy their lives. You know why that is? Because children are God's plan for the church. Children are God's promise to the church. Children are the greatest multiplying factor of the church. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. It has been said that kids are a blank slate. Has anybody ever heard that before? Amen. Fortunately for some and unfortunately for others, this is not entirely true. See, your child was born with DNA. Before he or she ever walks or talks, there are things about them that have been pre-programmed by God. They will have features, characteristics, preferences, and personality types that come hardwired into them by their creator. Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. There has never been one child that has ever been born that God did not know about, that God did not put breath inside of, that he did not give a spirit and a soul to, and that he did not sanctify and have a plan or a purpose for. There are no throwaway children. There are no generations that we write off as lost or not worth fighting for. God's promises are worth fighting for, and it is his children that we are here to celebrate and talk about today. They were born with the creative touch and design of God. It is the responsibility of parents to guide them, to train them, to nurture them in their creative design to fulfill the will of God for their life on this earth. As parents... And as a church, our actions, our words, our habits, our commitments will either guide them and grow them into what the Lord has intended for their life, or it will lead them astray and contaminate what God has intended 
for their life. Our actions matter. Your children are not just blank slates. Though there are many blanks that you will have to fill in, they are treasures. They are gifts from God that need you and I to help them reach their destiny in Jesus Christ. Our kids need you. Praise God. Today is Child Dedication Sunday. That word dedicate means to set apart for deity or for religious purposes, to consecrate, to set apart for a special use. God has a special use. He has a plan for each and every child. Mm. The definition of dedicate goes on to say, it means to commit oneself to a particular course of thought or action. Mm, praise God. Parents, grandparents, friends, and church family, separation and preparation are our responsibility. Dedication falls on our shoulders. Mm, praise God. See, today is not just a religious ceremony. It's not just a day for pretty pictures and warm feelings. What we are doing today in no way, hear me, it in no way guarantees the salvation of your child. Your children will not remember today. Child Dedication Sunday is when you commit to dedicate yourself to separating your children from the evils of this world to dedicate yourself to raising them and training them in the truths of God's word so when they come to the age of understanding, they will decide that because of your devoted efforts, they are going to obey the plan of salvation. Hallelujah. Because of your dedication one day, they will decide to repent of their sins. To be baptized in the only saving name of Jesus Christ. And to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. That's what Child Dedication Sunday is. It's when the church and parents unite and say together we are going to train up our kids in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. We are going to raise them in truth and we are going to Set them on a trajectory for spiritual success. Mm. Hallelujah. Referring back to the story of Samuel. Samuel is Hannah's promised child of God. First Samuel chapter 3 and verse 1 says, And the child Samuel 
ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days because there was no open vision. There was no clear direction. There was no set trajectory. I don't know if you have noticed, but society has lost its way. And our kids need a united church to set a vision, a direction, and a trajectory for their future. They need some adults, some parents, some grandparents, some friends, and some loved ones to say we're going to do whatever we have to do to help our kids achieve God's plan for their life. Hallelujah. In this portion of the story, Samuel is learning how to serve in the kingdom of God. He is being exposed, hear this, to ministry as a child. Your kids are picking things up every time they walk through these doors. They are watching you. They are watching us. They see every time you raise your hands. And they see when you sit down and don't raise your hands. They hear you when you say amen. And they notice when you're cold in your heart. Kids are catching things every time they walk through these doors. And I want my kids to say one day, I went to a church. I was part of a family that worshiped God. That kept God first. That loved truth. That did not veer or steer away from the truths of his work. Ah. Hallelujah. Mm. Your children need to be in close proximity to ministry. I want you to watch what happens while Samuel is learning to serve God as a child. Picking up at verse 2 of 1 Samuel chapter 3. And it came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down in his place and his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see. Eli was, of course, the priest of the temple. And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. And Samuel was laid down to sleep that the Lord called Samuel and he answered here am I. And he ran unto Eli and said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I called not. Lie down again. And he went and lay down, and the Lord called yet again, Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not, my son, Lie down again. Hallelujah. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. I want you to notice and pick up right here. That it took a connection with the church. Mm. 
It took connection with the family of God, with a pastor, with a minister, for a child to come to a realization that God was beckoning them to go further. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. And he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Samuel had to be in God's plan and learn from God's man to know the voice of God. I'm here to tell you in 2023, you do need the church. You do need a pastor. You do need to be in connection with the body of Christ. It's the way God designed it. It's the way he ordained it. It's the way he orchestrated it. Your kids will not make it without a connection to the church. Samuel was at the temple. Samuel. Samuel was at church. He wasn't watching online. Mm. He was at church. He made the effort to, to be there. I come against the lethargy that was created and the complacency that was cultivated uh, throughout the pandemic. Uh, and I'm telling you here today uh, that you need to be in church. Uh, you need to be in the building. Uh, you need to be in the atmosphere. Uh, you need to be within earshot. Uh, you need to be in proximity uh, of the ministry. Uh, there are some things uh, that you can only catch uh, in person uh, you've got to be uh, at church mm. the reason Samuel was able to learn the voice of God was because of dedication mm. parents you must dedicate yourself to putting your children in the proximity of ministry the reason Samuel grew a relationship with God was because of dedication. Parents, your kids need you to be dedicated if they are going to have a relationship with God. You can hold all the beliefs that you want in your heart, but if you do not follow this dedication with action, with devotion, and do what you need to do. Your kids will not have the relationship that God intends for them to have with him. Mm. Hallelujah. I know the Lord today because of dedication. My sweet mom is sitting over here to my left, your right. 
And she raised me and my siblings as a single mother. And we didn't have two nickels to rub together. But every single Sunday, she got up early and she got four kids dressed for church. This one fought her every moment of the way. And it didn't matter if we were on time or walked in at altar call. She made a decision that we were going to be in the house of God. Let me tell you something. Child dedication is not just a ceremony. It's an action that you take. And it's a decision that you make that says no matter what, I'm going to raise my kids in church. They are going to know the Lord. They are going to know what the anointing feels like. They're going to be familiar with an atmosphere of faith. These Bible stories aren't going to be foreign to them because I'm going to keep them in the proximity of ministry. I'm going to be dedicated. Hallelujah. 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 Mm. Parents, child dedication is not lived out in one service of ceremony and then your child magically knows Jesus. Dedication is lived out daily in our commitment to bring up our children in church. Making the decision that them being here is more important than anything else that tries to compete with the church. Mm. I know that's strong preaching for a house full of guests. But I'm here to tell you today that there's nothing out there in this world that can offer your children anything that can offer them salvation and eternity with Jesus Christ. Don't raise up rivals in your kid's life, but make a choice. God, I'm going to bring them to church. Bringing them to the house of God every time the doors are open must be a priority and primary practice in dedicating your child to the Lord. Hallelujah. Your kids ought to think it's weird if you miss church. They ought to be shocked if something keeps you outside of church. They ought to wake up on Sunday mornings with the thought process that we're going to church because it's Sunday. The only reason Samuel knew God's voice was because he was in church. Your children need to be here. They need to see you overcome difficulty just to succeed in bringing them here. There will be obstacles that try to stop you in your dedication. But your children need to see you move other priorities out of the way and say, if I've got to sacrifice, if I've got to change my schedule, I'm going to do whatever it takes to raise you in church. Mm. Hallelujah. They need to see other rivals lose. When they compete with church. A little boy played soccer a few years ago. And they would have games sometimes on Wednesday evenings. And to the shock and chagrin of his coach. At 6.30 p.m. 
dad would walk out onto that field in the middle of that soccer game and take him by the hand and walk him to the sideline to get his gear and take him to church. He expected it. He knew it was coming. Why? Because being in God's house is the greatest priority I have ever taught my children. And if you want to be dedicated, you've got to live it. You can't just speak it. You've got to act on it. You can't just be part of a ceremony. You've got to decide, I'm going to raise my kids in the truth of the word. Because Samuel was brought to church, he grew up, hear this, to anoint the first king of Israel. Because his parents were dedicated to raising him in church. He slayed King Agag, one of the greatest uh, arch rivals of Israel. Because his parents were determined to guide him in the will of God, he anointed King David, one of the most well-known kings of the Old Testament. Listen to me, parents. You have no idea what the Lord has in store for the child that you are dedicating here today. Your daughter could be the next Nona Freeman, one of the most prolific and powerful female evangelists and missionaries the modern day church has ever been blessed by. Your child could be the next Benny DeMerchant, a missionary who established over 300 churches licensed over a thousand ministers and started dozens of Bible colleges in the country of Brazil. Your child could be the next pastor of greater faith apostolic church. Your child could be a missionary, an evangelist, a preacher, or a prophet. You do not know what promises God has in store for your children. You've just got to get them to where those promises can unfold in their life. That's what being dedicated is all about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would you stand with me this morning and I'm closing. Praise God. We are standing in a room full of promise today. We are standing in a room full of destiny today. And we need to dedicate ourselves and promise to these children as a church family, friends, and loved ones that we will help guide them to the promise and the purpose that God has intended for them. Praise God. Thanks for joining with us today. Be sure to check us out online at greaterfaith.church or find us on Facebook by searching My Greater Faith. There you can watch this sermon and others as well as live stream all available services. If you like what you heard today, be sure to follow our podcast for new sermons and Bible studies as they become available. Greater Faith. Everyone's welcome. Nobody's perfect. And anything's possible. Anything's possible.